Hey guys, it's Bradley. I want to tell you about Ascend. Ascend is not just another premium finance company. Ascend will solve all of your agency bill problems through automation of invoicing, premium financing, carrier payables, all the way to the end of the workflow. There's a lot of hidden costs with how you're doing business today. AMSs, CRMs can spend more than half the day chasing down payments, following up on non-pays, getting signatures for financing docs. This leads to an overworked, overwhelmed, unhappy team. And guys, you want your team to be happy. Industry's hard enough as it is. We really need them to be happy. As your agency grows, this issue gets worse and worse. And we typically solve the problem with a little bit of software, but a ton of manpower still involved. With Ascend, you can use a software first solution and just need a little bit of manpower, allowing you to grow without significant increase in overhead. Ascend automates all of these repetitive payment processes so your team can get back to helping your clients. With Ascend, we've seen non-payment cancellations in our agency go down up to 95%. Teams save more than 20 hours per month when they work with Ascend and an average of a 75% decrease in payment-related customer questions. Guys, if people aren't calling your office with questions, you have more time to sell and grow your agency. Visit useascend.com backslash insurance, guys. Guys, Ascend makes agency bill as easy as direct bill, but you keep all of the benefits of agency bill the best of both worlds. Thanks, guys. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, powered by Hawksoft. God, I love Hawksoft, and I'm going to be there this Friday, and I am going to walk all over their campus, and I'm going to see everything, including the secret rooms that nobody's ever seen before in Hawksoft. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader, insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for iProtect Insurance and Financial Services based out of Huntsville, Alabama, currently ranked number two in the country for standard of living. I'm joined today by $7 million bull rider out of Mobile, Alabama, parade first team, all-American rivals, five-star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome the incomparable Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? Who is from Mobile, Alabama, recently named the number two most dangerous city in the United States. Mobile, Alabama, where you can buy an original piece of $10,000 art and then get shot in the head while you're getting you, putting it in your car. You know, you made you made that joke the last time you were in town. <laughs> and I was thinking about it on the way to work this morning. There's one route that I take that, that can you do have a strong chance to get matter, matter of fact a couple months ago somebody did get shot at a red light there oh, of course so, so sometimes you put, a, I go, you put a kevlar vest on when you take that route <laughs> sometimes i go that way sometimes i don't but i was on my way and i was like you know but the crime has been pretty down lately i wonder why that is and then i said oh it's because it's 800 degrees outside and nobody wants to leave their house hey brother all you gotta do is turn on the five o'clock news down here and you'll hear i mean yesterday y'all had two inmates no, yesterday you had two inmates in the Mobile County Jail who both died from drug overdoses in jail. Wow. Yeah, wow. you got that going for you. Yeah, I don't listen to the news. So it's like, so I had a a, a guy I met one time that was from uh, Lebanon, right? And he came to our church to promote a mission trip to Lebanon. And someone asked him about safety, and he said. The only time I'm scared of my country is when I'm in the United States and watch the news about what goes on in Lebanon. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I don't feel unsafe when I'm there. Well, it's so funny you mentioned that. The first time, 10, 12 months ago, about a year ago, was the first time I went to Jamaica and hired a drive. Well, I now have my own personal driver that picks me up and takes me wherever I want to go. In Huntsville as well. Do where? In Huntsville as well. No, no, no. In Jamaica. In Jamaica. So I get to Montego Bay Airport, and I had hired a service to come pick Kim and up to take us the 15 minutes to our resort the first time. And the driver picks us up, and on the way there, I said, uh, hey, man, do we need to be worried about, you know, the crime or whatnot down in Jamaica? And he goes, uh, he looks at me through the rearview mirror of his car. He goes, brother, you're from the United States. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, touche, sir, touche. Uh, obviously he doesn't have the Wilson brothers update on the Wilson brothers and Pine Ridge guys. So crackhead Christie's been gone for months and months and months. I don't know where she's at. Might be dead by now, by the way. So now our two meth dealers that live down the street from us in a single wide 1978 Cavalier trailer are not only one, but both of them are currently in the Morgan County jail. Uh, let's number see. two in the United States for standard of living, standard of living. So, uh, two, two nights ago on the Morgan County, uh, Facebook page, we had one get shot over there. I don't think I knew who they were, but I think they were trying to rob somebody. And let me tell you something, guys, if you're going to get into drugs and stealing people's stuff and going into their barn and taking their stuff and they're breaking into houses, Pretty good chance you're going to end up getting shot out in the country. So is your house the only house in the neighborhood who gets this grass cut? Dude, <laughs> I am embarrassed to say what I'm about to say, but I put down a list of about five things that I wanted my to take off my wife's plate about six months ago. And you said something on the last podcast, <laughs> and I was embarrassed to admit what I'm about. I can't believe I'm admitting this. I have gotten my wife so dialed in that I have hired somebody to come to our house on Thursdays and wash all of our clothes. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. how dialed in we are. That's awesome. I have got a, a landscaping, a full-blown landscaping crew that comes mm -hmm. once every week and a half and cuts all of our grass. I have somebody that comes over on Thursdays and washes our clothes. I have a housekeeper that comes in on Fridays and cleans our entire house. And I'm about to hire somebody to bush hog all 30 acres of our property for us because she is last year. She near my wife nearly died from getting stung by yellow jacket. I, I had to a, go to the hospital and all this stuff. But like yesterday she's out bush hogging and I said, that can't happen. I have a buddy that's much more wealthy and successful than I ever will be. And I was talking to him last week and he told me he hired a house manager. Mm -hmm. And I said, what's what he talking? What are he the, talking? She works from 9 a.m. to 1, so mm. he doesn't see this person. Right. Yep. Um, Same here. But I said, what are some of the duties? He said, when I get home from, from being the CEO today, I want my house to feel like a hotel. 100%. And I was like, okay, 100%. I get it. I get you, you, it. You get off the floor at my house. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But that gets canceled out by having two dogs that stay oh, in the house man. with us. So it gets I'm dirty. Not, I'm not a dog person. Ironically, I own a pet insurance MGA, but I'm not a dog Dude, person. Dude, when these two go, I'll <laughs> never. If I have a dog, that son of a bitch will never step foot in my house. <laughs> so anyway, guys, we got a very special podcast for you today. Friend and great Americans on this podcast, and he's about to make a breaking news. We've been doing a lot of breaking news. A lot of breaking news. Podcasts. <laughs> uh, Johnny, put the breaking news song in there, or uh, whatever. 
in there right there. The did 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 did. We can just leave that. We can just have you do it. Yeah, we'll just have me do it. Never mind, John. So, guys, I've got somebody on here that has breaking news today that's going to change the entire insurance industry. So, I want to bring him on and give him the introduction he's always deserved. He currently resides in San Francisco, California, and he is married to the beautiful Nicola. He uh, is a graduate of, I believe, Purdue University. Very well, well, Purdue University, I would say, much higher level of education than I got at the public school system at Hamilton, Alabama, and Wallace State Community College. So he's already got me on that. He is the CEO of Ascend, the premier point-of-sale technology in the insurance industry. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my profound honor today to introduce to you second-time guest on the IGP my friend and great American, Mr. Andrew Wynn. How are you, Andrew? I'm doing well. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on again. Brother, we got breaking news today, something I've been waiting for for the better part of a year and a half. Let's just come out of the gate hot today. Tell them what we got for them. Yeah, so uh, Ascend is now the full control center for any any player in the insurance industry, agency, MGA, wholesaler, to manage all billing and financial operations in one place. That means uh, what well, that what that means is we are powering payment collection. So for if it's a pay in full policy, premium financing without any back and forth or leaving the portal, handling all payables to markets. So whether that's paid in full or premium financed, automatically netting your your commission and then providing all the tools or integrations uh, you need to make reconciliation uh, almost fully automated. So really, really just making agency bill fully as easy as direct bill. So it's actually better because the reconciliation is done automatically. Because the reconciliation is done for you, and and you get paid within a couple of days. You don't get paid within a couple of days on direct bill. So there's that. That's true. And Andrew, yeah. so let me get this straight. I want to make sure I understand this. If I if I'm not channel mis- all the agents. If I'm not mistaken, right now, I protect insurance runs about six million dollars in policy premium through Ascend. Okay. Mm-hmm. I might be I may be a little off on that. Let's just let's let's say five million. Five might be million. six one. So what you're telling me is that in the past, up until today, when we ran this through Ascend, so the customer would pay Ascend and Ascend would pay the carrier and then send us a commission statement showing basically put the commission related to that into our sweep account trust account whatever you want to call it and now instead of doing that we can treat agency bill like direct bill is that correct yeah more or less you know so historically the way ascend has worked is we've allowed folks to collect pay in full premiums just like you know any of the payment companies that exist out there today Um, there's obviously a handful of them and we function very similar to them in that capacity and that once the payment was collected um, we would then deposit the full amount into your trust account and your the folks on your service or operate finance team would have to still net out that commission and then fund that market for that pay in full policy. Historically, if it was financed, we handled that payable to the carrier. Uh, but now today, what we're doing is uh, automating the whole thing end to end. So it doesn't really, to you, it doesn't matter how the insured pays, premium finance, pay in full, no extra work on the front end for the those service team members or producers, and then no extra work on the back end for the finance teams. We're just automatically going to put the commission in your operating account, and we're going to fund those markets 
automatically so that you don't have to worry about that. You're just going to get paid and we're going to handle all that reconciliation automatically. So what training does my bunch need? So when I get off this uh, this podcast, I'm going to send them a message that says, great news, Ascend has reached that next level. What training does my staff need now to... How do you set be, it? How do you set yeah, it all up? Yeah. Is there anything? How do we ensure that the right markets are paid and that sort yeah, of thing? How yeah, how this is done correctly. Yeah, totally. So that's a great question. It's still using the existing Ascend dashboard. We just added some more features to that, so we'll we'll enable those for for you guys, and you can take a look and see what that uh, those changes are. But we rely on the information that's entered in the front end, right? So the billing company, the commission, the premium, all that stuff has to be right because we rely on that. And that's why we like to integrate with AMSs. So we have integrations with AMS 360, Hawksoft, Varuna, Novadea, NowCert, so on and so forth to make sure that folks on your service team aren't doing double entry, right? They're just putting the right info in one place that comes to ascend, all that stays unchanged. Uh, And now the difference is because we're paying those markets, we just have a, we call it the accounting tab where you can see all of the receivables to your agency. Uh, And that means commission, that means premium finance, revenue share, all of those that Ascend is paying you as a receivable. We have all of the payables that are automatically going out to um, markets. And then we also have a place where you can configure certain rules. So you can say, I want to pay, you know, this market automatically on the 30th of every month at once, right? So you can keep your same cadence with them. Or you can say, hey, you know, this market, I don't want it to go automated. I want to have a sort of human in the loop approval process because these guys always change. Their invoices are always different than their quotes. And I need to update that before I send the payment. And so you can configure all that stuff. And so um, the setup is really simple, right? It's folks who are already used to working in a send. It's just a couple extra sort of functionalities for them. So okay. so, the, so for those of you that are control freaks, I know there's no agency no, that no, are control freaks. No, that like, no. hey, I don't want to turn the process over completely you can still go through that normal approval process. You you can be a part of the approval. Hey, yes, let's pay this one, pay this one, pay this one, which I think is a brilliant idea for you guys to add rather than just fully automate it. Totally. It's human in the loop automation, right? As, yeah. as we think about all these different technologies that are being rolled out, not just in insurance, but across across the world, right? Yeah. Um, there's obviously still a really, really important role that humans play in that, but that role should be value add rather than repetitive. And so an approval type process makes sense as opposed to a, you know, data entry process. Well, like, and I'll tell you guys a story. So I worked for an agency owner 10, 12 years ago, and I I wrote an account and I screwed up the billing. And he told me, he said, look, let me, let me tell you something. You start effing with people's money. You're going to lose them forever as a client. Yep. If the money gets screwed up. Don't steal the money. But no, it's not stealing. It's just, just, Hey, we didn't charge enough or, or the, the, we set them up on, bill by mail when it should have been paying full, like that kind of stuff. He's like, don't you start, you screw the billing up. It doesn't matter how good of a product or a service we have. They're not going to be our customer anymore. And, and so that combined with, and I'll tell you guys this, I've said this before, buying insurance from an independent agency can be one of the most inconvenient ways to buy insurance and one of the more inconvenient areas of that traditionally is the billing side of things. And so I, I look at what Ascend is doing. It's really solving, you guys are solving both of those problems. And I'll be honest with you, like in our, our agency, in the past, we've used, before Ascend was a thing, we've used you know point of sale systems that, frankly, I've been a little bit 
embarrassed a little bit that, Hey, this doesn't fit in with my branding. This doesn't look like, you know what I mean? And when I, when I write somebody here locally, this like, man, I would expect Bradley to have like a really slick system to transfer, you know, to pay and that sort of thing. And, and, and now with the send, it's like, it's the, it's the opposite. Like I'm super proud to send that to Pete. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, and I think you, you, you nailed it right where I'm a tech person and I buy my insurance from an independent agent because of the consultative human nature that is required to understand mm-hmm. my situation. Right. I, yeah. You know, I don't live in, I, I don't know which is worse, San Francisco or Mobile, Mobile crime wise, but you know, we got to protect our stuff. And, I think San Francisco's um, probably uh, worse. I think it might be worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you guys were talking about it, I was like, just, I'll, I'll get you, I'll one up you here in a second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, but, part um, of Mobile's you know, problem is it's a, it's a per capita issue. That yeah. All yeah, of those yeah, studies yeah. are done per capita. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, but you get it. Right. And so having someone to work with is really great, but at some point, right. People are always balancing the product that they're buying and the ease of doing business. And so why have to choose, right? And and I think that's what we're trying to eliminate for the insured, right? Like get the best product, have the ease of doing business of being, you know, a modern type solution. Uh, and then for the agency, it's do that without adding a bunch of extra cost. Of course, you could have done that years ago, but it would have been super expensive, right? Uh, and then you lose money. And so then that's not sustainable as a business. So how can how can you deliver that customer experience, good product, and in a sustainable way. And I think um, that's what we're really trying to well, enable for independent insurance agents. Also for me, man, and I've told this story before on the show, but you know, when I started my agency, I didn't know, I, we were in business three days and I didn't know what agency bill was. I didn't know that that was a thing. I remember you calling me. I thought it. everybody, and I had a client. And that I didn't was, know what it was when we started independent agency. I had a client that was like, how do I pay your credit card? And it was an agency bill ENS carrier. And I'm like, oh crap, like I have to do, I have to do this. So my biggest fear probably until about a year ago was that we would write an account take some money and the carrier wouldn't be paid mistakenly and that's squarely on my shoulders my biggest fear and, my mm-hmm. biggest fear has always been we write an account going to mobile yeah uh, that's the second biggest fear <laughs> my biggest fear is you write a hundred and eighty thousand dollar account and you get with the carrier and tell the underwriter to bind it and they're like okay we're going to bind it and, the and they bind boxes. it. And then the, the customer calls back three days later and goes, you know, I've been thinking about that. And, uh, I went ahead and took a policy out somewhere else. Well, the term agency build means the agency is on the hook for anywhere from 25 to up to 35% of that initial down payment premium. Mm-hmm. And now you're, you're on the hook for. Twenty thirty thousand dollars that you can't get out of based on your contract with that MGA. That's my biggest yeah. fear to, yeah. to this day. And a lot of times in those cases, you can if it's as long as it's soon enough it's, it's after like, binding. It's like pulling. It's yeah. like you know trying to and, go to the DMV and get a new driver's license. Andrew, why you're very accomplished? You've done a lot of great things in your career. You've had a couple exits yourself. Why solve this problem? What about yeah, this problem? Um, you know, got your gears turning. I don't know. That's a great question. He wanted to make Scott's life easier. Yeah. He, he just saw, he was, he's always had this picture, fat head of me in his office. And he's like, I need to make this man. I look at it every day, wake up. And that's my motivation. You know, I actually, you know, have it above my bed. So it's the first thing I see. It's absolutely horrifying. <laughs> me um, in a red speedo 
uh, in your office that you look at every <laughs> hey, day. I was at my brother-in-law's house the other day, and he just built a movie room upstairs, sure. and I and I went bebopping up there, and he didn't tell me he had a cardboard cutout of Stone Cold Steve Austin that scared, his son has scared you that was just enough in your peripheral you thought Stone Cold Steve Austin was standing over you, right. and I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> that sounds pretty scary. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Bradley, to answer your question, how we got into this and why, really not how, Praveen, my co-founder, co-CEO, business partner, and I have worked together now for better part of a decade, and we've been involved in all the same companies. And um, the last company we worked on, we sold to uh, an insure tech MGA that then purchased a carrier. And there was every flavor of insurance complexity under one relatively small roof, so we got to see it all. But this MGA had captive agents, appointed independent agents, had joint venture agencies that they owned, obviously was an MGA, bought a carrier. So there was, uh, they also have a network, right? So like literally everything. Lord have mercy. And it was while we were there. Yeah. I mean, crazy, right? It was while we were there that we saw just the struggle that all of these businesses, right? Whether it's the GA, whether it's the carrier, whether it's the independent agent go through to do their core competency inside, you know, in the insurance value chain. So for a GA, right? It's it's sort of aggregated distribution. For a carrier, it's underwriting and selecting really good risk. And for you guys is acquiring customers and serving them with the best products, right? And anything that doesn't help advance that, we actually, you know, you know kind of saw the cost that that brings to the entire industry. And I mean, cost in terms of wasted time and dollars, but also in terms of the customer experience, the industry experience, making sure people are getting the right coverages or not. Um, and it was always kind of a distraction. And so we looked at that, all those all those different things that people are doing that aren't bringing a ton of value. And look, handling payments and doing accounting and splitting funds and sending payables is not anything to do with insurance, right? Like it is a necessary evil. And to be a really good producer, a really client-centric uh, account manager, any time spent on that is a waste of your time, Right. And as an agency owner, any time spent on that is expensive, right? It is not revenue generating. And so we saw an opportunity to help the industry by automating a lot of these low value add or no value add, but necessary evil type tasks and workflows. Well, hello there. Guys, excuse me for interrupting your regularly scheduled podcast, but I'm here today to get you out of aggregator and cluster jail. This may be the most important message I've ever delivered on the Insurance Guys podcast. Guys, are you a member of a cluster or an aggregator? Does your contract have exit fees, termination payments, buyback provisions? It's time to get your freedom back and do what we did here at iProtect Insurance. Join the AC, the future of aggregators in our industry. Best decision we've ever made, guys. Best decision we've ever made. No entry fees, small $200 a month membership fee, over 50 plus carriers for direct appointments. And by the way, new ones coming on board each and every month. You keep 100% of your commissions, profit sharing every year. Guys, we have made in the last two years, each year, our agency has made over $100,000 in profit sharing. Here's the best part, guys. And this is the part I'm the most passionate about. No termination or exit fees. You give the AC 60 days notice and you're free. 
You go get direct appointments wherever you want. There's no buyback provisions, no exit clauses. Guys, if you're a member of another aggregator and you have termination fees, buyback provisions, exit clauses, every single policy you write, you're digging that hole just a little bit deeper. And one day you're not going to be able to get out of it. It's going to be too much. You're going to be taking out a second mortgage on your home to try to get out of a cluster group. Unbelievable. Guys, go to acfree.org. That's acfree.org and register. Find out why over 650 agencies and $3 billion in premium have chosen the AC. And guys, here's the best part. But wait, there's more. Mention the Insurance Guys podcast when you talk to these guys and you get six months. That's six months of no membership fee just by mentioning the Insurance Guys podcast. Go today, www.acfree.org, and let me help you get your freedom back. Have a great day. So if, if I'm a Sally or Johnny, at XYZ agency, we're a couple mil in revenue, maybe more. And I'm the person that does this for the agency. Why yeah. should I be excited about this? Because I think you're going to have people who are in that role think, oh, I don't want that to yeah. happen because that's going to put me out of a job when we all know that's not true. So talk about that a little bit, because I know you guys have, have run yeah. across that. Yeah, that's, a. I mean, that's, that's taking it head on, right? I think for a lot of folks, there is a great amount of fear. Well, you know, I've been doing payables this way to these GAs for 20 years and it works, right? Um, and that's true, right? What those people have done is obviously critical to the business that's been built. And now there's technology that enables that business to sort of hit a new chapter. And luckily, right, in the insurance industry, there's a huge shortage of talent. I mean, I can't answer this question, you guys can, but like, what is the value right of somebody who's been inside of your business for 20 years who understands the ins and outs the intricacies the complexities of repurposing that person from something that is now able to be automated to something that is um yep you know a value add task whether it's working with clients whether it's generating new business whether it's handling complex true service requests as opposed to where can i pay my bill right i don't know like to me that's because of the shortage of talent you guys would have that person 10 times, you know, 10 days out of 10 rather than try to hire someone off the street. But, but you got to tell me the answer to that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't know that you can put a number on the value of someone like that to be able to take their, you know, the, the hours that they're working in your business off of something very mundane and monotonous over to more highly skilled tasks. And, you know, I'm looking at someone who's doing that now. So we, we have a, a lady that uh, it, she's she's uh, a 1099 contractor that handled this for us prior to Ascend. She's still on board. She's overseeing what we're doing with Ascend, and it's allowed her to actually help us with some more important accounting projects that are just mm -hmm. beyond like logging into RPS and paying them. Yes, exactly. Sort of moving from, you know, we say we automate operational accounting. Yeah. And that's what we do. We don't automate strategic accounting. We don't automate financial planning and analysis. That's the value at work that you should have these smart people who understand your business working on. Yep. Hey, if we hit X, what do we need to do to hit X? Like, what does our cost structure looks like? When should we bring on that next producer? What can the comp plan be for them, right? All of those types of things is way, way, way uh, more value add than them. Again, logging in and paying RPS or 
yeah. logging into a bank account and transferring funds into an operating account every day. And the other thing I'll add on this is like, you know, specifically for, for the folks listening to this podcast, there's a lot of very forward thinking, very entrepreneurial, obviously agents listening to it. I would bet a lot of the folks listening are outsourcing this task today, whether that's to a third party firm, whether that's to, you know, a VA, whether that's to, you know, someone like that. And that's just a cost center, right? There isn't a lot of, it's better than doing it in house, right? But now can you make that uh, even better by sort of automating it fully? Or God forbid they're doing it themselves. Completely. That's the worst. Yeah. I think a lot of agency owners initially, a lot of agency owners are your control freaks. It's your money. You want to make sure it's done right. So you do it, which is what I did initially before I trained this accountant to do it. So I, just trying to like channel what, what agents are going to be thinking about this. How do you, how are you guys ensuring, you know, like, let's say like RPS, for example, like picking on them. There may be 18,000 different RPS offices, like, you know, mm -hmm. Lord knows why they don't make, you know, have one place to pay. It, depending on what underwriter you wrote it with, it's got to go here, got to go here, got to go here. Yeah. How do you guys ensure that the all of the puzzle pieces are in the right place and it's the correct person that's paid and that sort of thing? And I'm sure, and I'm assuming yeah. there's some responsibility on the agent to kind of like help with that. Sure. Yeah, yeah of course. You know, we're not going to be able to get, uh, we're not going to be able to just sort of read your mind and figure out where yeah. it's supposed to go. So again, like the data that we get in is, you know, really important who the billing company is, which office it is, right, is ideal. Uh, but also, you know, by attaching the invoice doc into the Ascend program, which can often automatically come over from the AMS integration. Yeah. Uh, that allows us through technology to parse that out and double check that. You know, I know folks are always thinking about AI is a huge topic, right, in the in the world right now. Everything's that's an, an AI where, right now. Yeah, that's, everything's an AI. Um, you know, that's an example of one of the areas that we focus on using AI, which is, it's kind of ironic, right? When you have to send data to carriers, you have to give it in accord forms, right? And it has to be very structured so they can read it. When they send you something back, you'll get 10 different kind of quotes docs, like, right? From, from figure RPS. it out and, so, and then piss off. Like Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty, un I was thinking about this earlier. It's pretty uneven, but AI is actually a really great place where, you know, we can deploy to actually read those documents in a smart way in a much more advanced way than just sort of traditional OCR, right? Because the yeah. forms are different every time. Uh, so, you know, attaching that invoice, we can double check that data programmatically. And so those are ways that we kind of prevent it on the data entry side. And then once the funds are being sent, there's two things. One, there's, again, that human in the loop approval process, right? If you see something wrong, you have the opportunity to correct it before it goes out, but we're going to pre-fill and set all that stuff up and give you the ability to, to validate should you want it. Um, that have, you know, the, the need to change is pretty rare. And then also, like, you know, we work with thousands of retailers now, right? And so we have uh, really, really good relationships with these MGAs, wholesalers, and even carriers, yeah. right? And we know the billing context. They are like, we fund them all day, every day for thousands of people, right? So, so they understand, uh, and we can we can troubleshoot ways to work with them. Um, and that also kind of leads to like the next step in Ascend's roadmap and development, which is like, we're funding them again all day, every day, right? So now we can actually work with those MGAs and wholesalers to your point and say, hey, let's actually Im improve your receivables process, right? Let's use a send software to not just push the payment from the retailer to the wholesaler, but sort of accept it from the retailer to the wholesaler uh, so that there is a unified place and we can automatically apply that payment for them. 
things like that. So we're, we're doing that with a number of GAs and wholesalers now uh, to, again, just make the entire value chain much more efficient for everyone. And part of the setup process, and correct me if you guys aren't doing it this way, my agency was one of the, I think we were like the, one of the first like six that beta tested yeah. this. But did you, did we kind of, did you graduate from Bragg school? Sorry. Sorry. I'm teasing. Uh, we we we, <laughs> we had funny. to basically like give you guys a li- hey here's all the wholesalers here's yeah here's everything that we work so a lot of that is set up on the front end and the thing is is like like what you said like you guys have worked with so many retails and wholesalers now eventually you've just got them all in your database it, whereas yeah. like when we first started using Ascend a year and a half ago it was like we every time we wrote a policy we had to add the, the yeah. wholesaler in. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing too, like for those of you that maybe are newer agents, just kind of getting going with this, you know, when you write an agency bill policy, that that wholesaler MGA is going to give you an invoice, and that invoice is to you. Everything you need to pay that is on that invoice. And you got, I tell my people all the time, don't ask me to pay something if you haven't. You know, they set me in suspense to pay something, which I think now we're going to be able to do away with. Don't ask, don't set me a suspense, and then not have the wholesale invoice yeah. brokers invoice in there. Cause I, I I'm not, I'm not going to know what to pay. Right. I'm not going to know how to yeah. pay that. So, so, so kind of transitioning, if I'm listening to this and I am at a large agency, why, I mean, th- some of these bigger agencies that the Acrisures, the hubs, the PCFs have to have entire departments dedicated to this. Ascend should be able to solve it massive problem for them in a time right now where a lot of these folks margins are cut really really thin because debt's high and yeah. and everything's going on i mean that that should be a, 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 a th- this should be a home run right that's in the wrong guy of course i think so um <laughs> yeah no it, it's a it's a good question and i think we've definitely seen the sort of economic situation change in a way that these folks are a lot more interested than they were a year ago. I can't, I don't know enough to say, oh gosh, you know, we're, we're a year older. We're only a two year old company, right? So we're twice as old as we were a year ago. But I think, I don't know if it's that or just the general economic environment, but I, I personally, from what I'm seeing, believe it to be the general economic environment, huge need for efficiency, right? Huge, uh, increases in the cost to surface their, uh, service their debt. A lot of these agencies that they that those big agency aggregators bought, uh, the principals are earning out, right? And they're kind of mm-hmm. doing whatever they're going to do with with their their lives. And so there's a real need to like get some centralization and control. And I think you're seeing this across the industry with Acrisure. I think a couple of weeks ago announced that they are now centralizing all of the agencies under a sort of uh, regional umbrella model, which was bound to happen. Bound to happen, right? Like. Everyone knew this. And for the folks where they haven't yet, the the aggregators like still bound to happen, right? It's just a matter of when, not if. And um, so, yeah, there is a great demand there, especially in those agency aggregators where these back office, call it functions, right? These administrative functions are still decentralized into all of the different partner agencies they bought. One of the first things they do as part of integration is centralize that stuff in, in a in a central location. And that's where Ascend can really plug in. And, and we're working with a number of those large agency aggregators for that very reason. That's awesome. Bradley, before I shut this podcast down, Andrew, thank you so much for being on. Before we let you go, I got two things I want to say. Number one, I want to ask you, Andrew, for these agents that are listening to this that just want to test drive Ascend and see what you guys are all about, 
where do they go to do that? How do they how do they get to you guys to find out more about Ascend? Yep, they can go to www.useascend u s e a s c e n d dot com slash insurance guys. Um, we actually have a backlog of folks that we're onboarding and, and bringing over to this product right now of those existing customers, but folks who sign up there uh, will be able to sort of skip that line and use that full automation software mm-hmm. right out of the bat. So that's where they can they can learn more. So okay. uh, real quick too, the hat you have on says EBITDA on it. Yep. Talk about the reason why the EBITDA Ascend hat. Well, I mean, uh, Ascend improves EBITDA for insurance brokers, there you right? Go. There you go. Um, we help you increase revenue, speed up cash collection, and then automate all these financial operations processes that we've been talking about, collections, financing, payables, and reconciliation. So all that drops straight to the bottom line, and that's EBITDA. Hey, Andrew, I'm about to drive six hours to Pine Ridge, Alabama. I wish you was here. You could get in the car with me and go home with me. Hire that driver. Come on. Hey, I got to tell Bradley this. I got to tell Bradley this story because I'm about to literally stop this podcast and go run, jump in my car, my minivan, and head we, home. We could go to the top place first before you left. Oh, I love that so much. You're speaking my love language. I got to tell you the story, Bradley. Okay. So, Carrie Wallace flies in to do the agency valuation for a couple of things I got going on at my agency. I'm selling a book of business to a couple of my producers or, or uh, employees that work for iProtect, I'm selling them a book of business. But also, uh, as I've talked about on this podcast, and, and I hope everybody's listened all the way to the end, because this is another podcast Bradley and I need to do, but I gave, I didn't give, but I, yeah, I guess give, gave Clinton or percentage ownership in the uh, agency itself, right? So the way we structured that is he gets 15% now, and then another 10%, at the time when we get to $20 million in premium, right? So for a total of 25% agency ownership in iProtect. And Carrie's down there at my office last Friday going, you know, meeting with myself and all these different people to go through these things. And she's walking right next to my office in the hallway. I have the gold record mm-hmm. of us hitting 500,000 uh, 500, downloads, right? million, yeah. And she has just started a podcast with her daughter like a month ago or three months ago or whatever. Is her sponsor. Right, right. right. That's why I'm telling the story. So we get up when she gets there, she comes up to my office. We hug it out. You know, we've got some data that we needed to print out in my office, but we're leaving. We're walking out of my office and turning left to go down to the conference room to start all these meetings that lasted all day long. And she looks to her left and she goes, what's that? And I said, Oh, well that's, uh, that's a gold record where Bradley and I hit 500,000 downloads. You've hit 500,000 downloads. And I said, Oh, Oh no. If, if, if you look at the date on the bottom, that's March of 21, we're at about a million now. And her face, Bradley, if you could have been there to see her face, she was like, are, are you kidding me? And I was like, no, no, not kidding you. And, and I'm like, Carrie, you got to understand something. First podcast we ever did was like seven people listened eight. to it. Eight, sorry, eight people and listened three to it. of them were my mom I, and my grandmother and my dad. I like instantly trying to, try to start making her feel better. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 hey, don't yeah, worry yeah. about the yeah. numbers and all this stuff. And she's like, y'all have got a half a million do- people downloaded your podcast. And I was like, well, that was March of 21. <laughs> We're in June of 23, Gary. 
It was so funny though because uh, you could just see it on her face where she's like, "Oh my!" Terry Wallace is, is one of the good people in this industry. Man, she's yeah, a, she, she, if it wasn't for her, I'd probably be to flying J truck stop checking. She's out talked truckers. me off a couple ledges. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Andrew, you're the best, brother. I'm gonna shut this thing down. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure spending time with you. Hey, come see us in Pine Ridge, Alabama, next time you're down this way. Okay. Just as long as I don't have to go to Mobile. Okay, sounds good. All right. Guys, you were listening to the Insurance Guys podcast, the number one ranked podcast in the insurance industry, not even a second place finisher. As I end every podcast, rewards come from action, not discussion. Get your ass out from behind that desk today and go out into the big bad world, sell insurance, figure out what your why is. All I'm trying to do is make it easier on you people. Sin can help you do that. Uh, they've made it a lot easier for us and our agency. Hope you'll go out and give them a shot and give them a try. Write good business for the companies that you represent and write good business for the agencies that you represent. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Love you too, buddy. Thanks, Andrew. Andrew, we love you, brother. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Guys, you were listening to the Insurance Guys podcast, and we love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being a part of our family, and we'll see you back here real soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at scott at iprotectinsurance.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to portalinsurance.com or email him at bradley at portalinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to our show and being a part of our family. And we look forward to seeing you again next week on the next episode of the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care.